Welcome back, listeners, and thank you for downloading or streaming this episode of Don't Disgusta, hosted by yours truly, Chris Napoltz and David Bash. We are your Augusta Millennials who give a crap. Don't Disgusta is powered by Amplified Events. We want to thank them for providing equipment to make this podcast possible. If you are interested in learning more about what Amplified Events is doing in Augusta, Georgia, visit their website at www.ampyourevent.com. Please make sure to like and follow our Facebook page, Don't Disgust a Podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Hey guys, this is David. Uh, Today we're coming to you from SRP Park. We're really honored to be here. I really appreciate uh, the whole staff for letting us be here. We're actually in the press box, which is awesome. Today's podcast is going to be a little bit of a different format. Since Chris is out of town and I'm a huge sports fan, we're actually going to talk about the NBA Finals. I know this isn't the Augusta content everyone has come to expect, and don't worry, we will be releasing an Augusta episode within the next two days, so look out for that as well. But until then, if you are a sports fan, please sit back and enjoy. Today I'm with Brandon Johnson. You report on sports, right? Absolutely. Tell me a little bit about that. So about myself, I am a correspondent reporter for the Augusta Chronicle. So I report on high school and uh, other local sports going around. Um, So football, basketball, any other sports around here. All right. What's your favorite high school team around here? My favorite, obviously, is the Greenboro High School basketball and football team. All right. I got to rep my high school around here. Rep the high school. I went there too. Absolutely. As you know. Absolutely. All right. Good deal. All right, so we're going to talk about the finals today. Uh, Let's talk about game one. Absolutely. Go for it. What are some things that came out to you for game one that that you noticed that was interesting? It's funny enough for the NBA finals for the Toronto Raptors and the the Golden State Warriors, the Raptors played better defense than I anticipated. They played great defense, in my opinion. That's the weirdest thing about it. So the Bucs had the number one defense. In the whole NBA playoffs, I didn't think that the Raptors would match that. They bettered that. They did. They did. It seems like they did. So they were able to limit just Steph to playing uh, as as many minutes as he could. He scored uh, 32 points-ish. Still a good game. Yeah, for Steph. That's that's the thing. So it was just Steph who was able to score all those points. No one else did. So the thing with the Raptors, they have length. They're able, they're able to rebound. They're able to defend around the entire perimeter. I didn't think they were going to be doing that with the, the Warriors. That, yeah. That's the weird thing about it because the Warriors, they're able to shoot at will. Uh, yeah. Without Kevin Durant, it's a little bit of a reach. Um, with Clay, with Steph, with even Andre Iguodala. Like, yeah. They were able to yeah. stretch the floor. They were able to make sure they can pass the ball around. But they didn't look like they were in sync entirely. Sure. Yeah. So what did you think about that? So actually, um, my opinion, one, is I was extremely underwhelmed by DeMarcus Cousins. Okay. I thought he was the worst player on the whole feet, on the whole court. 
of the whole game. Coming from injury, you should expect that. Coming from injury, yeah. I definitely I get that. But you know, he's he you know his return was heralded as he's going to come back and they're going to win the finals with him, right? Mm-hmm. So he came back and and I think he scored two points. I think he's actually one of the big reasons that Siakam was able to have the game he has. Right. Cousins scored three. Yeah. yeah. Siakam, he's scored a bunch. Yes. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see Siakam be the finals MVP. Come out of nowhere like the Warriors. Uh, who's that? Sean Livingston that won it in uh, 2016? Iguodala. Iguodala yeah. won it. Yeah, that's right. You, you got the, you know, so that's a contrast, I guess. You got the old vet versus the new guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you think the, the Raptors are going to handle KD? It's it's funny that you say that because, like I mentioned earlier, that they're very uh, long and height and with wingspan that they're able to defend pretty much every aspect of the court. When Which it comes, not a lot of teams have that. Exactly. And that's a big thing. That's why a lot of people, I think, thought the Bucks would have a good chance against the Warriors. Exactly. Giannis. Giannis. Exactly. So when you have Kawhi... Um, as a Spurs fan, it's hard to see out here just repping for the, the Raptors. I get that. As a Pelicans fan, I don't want Cousins to win a championship. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so Kawhi being a two-time Defensive Player of the Year, yeah. he's out here just defending the entire perimeter. He probably should win that this year, too. It could be. I think Giannis will get, win it. But yeah, probably. people don't remember, Marcus Gasol won it as well. Yeah. Marcus Gasol won it. Pascal Siakam, he's a very good defender. Very good defender on the perimeter. So when you have Siakam, Leonard, Gasol, they pretty much have every front court position defending yeah. at will. So they can rebound, they can defend very well. Kyle Lowry, he's an underrated defender. Danny Green, he's a first team, if not second team defender. He's the he's the X factor though, man. I mean, he's either you know because uh, the way I see it, it's uh, you got you got Kawhi, mm-hmm. and then you got whoever's number one on Golden State. You got Siakam. And then you got whoever's number two on Golden State. Right. But then you have Clay Thompson. Right. And then you have Danny Green. And that's the thing, too, because what... what it's tough Go- to say Danny Green could beat Clay Thompson. The, the thing what Golden State doesn't have that Toronto has is depth. Yeah, that's Toronto true. Toronto has, has depth. And that was obvious, too, in the game because it looked like Toronto was playing harder the whole game. Exactly. So when you have Kawhi, you have Paso Siakam, Marcus All. Danny Green. Marcus All was shooting lights out. Right. And no one thinks about it, but Serge Ibaka, too. Yeah. Serge Ibaka also if Serge, has... If Serge gets hot, he's a different player. And he's also a rim protector. Yeah. So Serge can protect the rim. He can rebound as well. He can hit threes. Ex- that's the thing. He can stretch the floor. you got to hit threes to beat the Warriors. Exactly. So when it comes to those four to five players, and you also have... People don't want to talk about it, but Fred Van Vliet. No, Van Vliet, Yeah. I would say Van Vliet on Steph Curry was like the modern equivalent of Della Vadova on Steph Curry. A That's few exactly years ago. what it is. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. Steph Curry hates those little white guys, man, or little light skinned guys. <laughs> and can't the, deal and, with them. And, and the thing is, with, with Fred, um, he doesn't relent. So no. like, he just keeps going as long as he possibly can until he has him taken out. With, um, sure. with, with the coach of the Toronto Raptors, when it comes to Nick Nurse, he makes sure that he can take out who, needs, who he needs to take out. Then inject in. With Fred Van Vliet, he has a motor. Yeah. That's what most permanent players don't have when it comes to the playoffs nowadays. Yeah, so, usually if you talk about a motor, you're talking about a, a small forward or a power forward, in my opinion. That's exactly right. That's what the Warriors went against in the Portland series yeah. and in the Houston series. They didn't have to really worry about. That's true. So Fred Van Vliet, he's able to cover Steph as long as he can. Because when Steph plays, he runs. 
over and over and over again. Yeah. So Steph, he's going to pull threes as much as he can, but Fred Van Lee, he can keep up. I mean, I think Steph probably, after the second half started, he probably took like maybe 20 dribbles. I mean, most of it was just him getting the ball behind the screen and pu- pulling it up and hoping that it went in. And that's no disservice to Steph. No, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, absolutely. that's a good way for him to play, but that just shows how well Toronto defended him. Oh, absolutely. It's funny because Steph still scored 34 points. Yeah, he did. And it, and it seemed like a down game for him. Exactly. He was still the leading scorer for the Warriors. Which is concerning if you're a Raptors fan. That's, well, that, the, the thing is. Or for, is it? Is it concerning? Okay, so the thing if for, you're the Raptors, do you think you're going to win? Okay, so here's the thing. For Warriors fans, they have home court advantage, right? Mm-hmm. So they won game one. Do you honestly think that they can win game two? I don't think so. Here's the thing. Okay. So with Steph Curry scoring 34 points in game one, they didn't neutralize uh, Clay Thompson as well. So Clay still scored 21 points in game one. Which is a medium game, mediocre game for Clay. Exactly the point. Because Clay can still go off for, remember, he still went off for 37 in the quarter. I mean, I think, yeah, he could score 60. Exactly. No, he actually can. Yeah. The funny thing, he can. So when it comes to, you know, the rest of the squad, Draymond Green, he still had a triple double. No one wants to talk about 10, it. 10, 10, 10. He did. He did. <laughs> um, as much as. I call that a Russell Westbrook triple double. Yeah, he did. He, he was still two for nine. Yeah. Two for nine from the field. That's he, the big one. He had 10, 10, 10, five personal fouls. That's the worst part about it. And to me, they were kind of treating Draymond Green like you saw the Cavs treat Harrison Barnes in 2015, I think it was. As an afterthought. As an afterthought. Mm-hmm. They're letting him pull threes. You know what? Sure, hit two threes. That's fine. Two out of nine, right? That's what that's what they seem to be saying. Absolutely. The the thing with Draymond, he doesn't have to pull threes. I mean, if he, he just if he just drive in, mm-hmm. causing you know some some fouls, shoot at the free throw line. He's a better free throw shooter than he is a three point shooter. Yeah, he can score there. Um, the thing with Golden State is the fact that Andre Iguodala, he's X factor. Yeah. He's dealing with injury right now. Yeah. So he's a little bit. He was shooting bad. Yeah, no, no, he was. He was 3 for 7 from the field. He only scored 6 points. So They were letting him shoot, too. And he's not a, uh efficient He's not a shooter. shooter. No. no, he's not. He can drive in. He can catch on foul calls. Yeah. He can go for, to the line. He's the wily vet that everyone talks about. Same thing as Livingston. Uh, Sean Livingston, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, Livingston pulls up from the free throw line better than anyone. Same but that's yeah, it. From the, from the mid-range. <laughs> absolutely. From the mid-range. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So the thing is, they have to work from the mid-range more so from the, the three-point line. Mm-hmm. Let Clay, let Steph worry about the three-point line. If they have an open shot, yes, they can get it. Um, Draymond, I don't want to see him shooting threes. I don't want to see Eagle Dollar shooting Warriors. threes. If Yeah, if I'm yeah. a Warriors fan, I don't want to see them shooting threes. Get in the pick-and-roll. Yeah. Get, uh, get Kyle Lowry. Get... Uh, Kawhi Leonard in the pick and roll, wear them out as much as they possibly can because that's how the it's a war of attrition. Yeah. In the NBA Finals, so they need to make sure that they wear them out as much as they possibly can, so yeah. they can score as much as they can. Because still, Clay he scored less than fifty percent from the field, same as Steph Curry, less than fifty percent from the field. And that's what you want to see if you're the Raptors. A that's that's exactly what they want. So here, let me let me ask this then. Please. In the first game, fouls were a big problem for the Raptors. Mm-hmm. I mean, it got to the point where Steph, I think Steph went the whole third quarter just shooting free throws because yep. he was bumping in and shooting. Mm-hmm. I think Gasol had five. I 
think Siakam had at least four. I think uh, uh, Kawhi probably had four. A- am I right? Gasol had six. Gasol fouled out. Yep. That's Kawhi, right. Kawhi had five. Siakam had five. Siakam. See, and, right. and so if you're looking at that game going into overtime, you're looking at the Warriors winning. Absolutely. I mean, easily. And the thing is, when it comes to the Warriors, is the fact that, which most people don't want to recognize, the Warriors, they can get hot at any second. That's true. So they are able to hit threes and let alone free throws. Mm-hmm. They're going to look for free throws at any given moment. Yeah. That's why they're at the, f- the three-point line looking I mean, for four-point like, plays. They shot like 98%, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From, yeah. from free throws? A- yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So with the Warriors, the fact that they are able to – I mean, when it comes to Clay, when it comes to Steph, when it comes – even Iguodala, he's a very good free throw yeah. uh, percent shooter. Demarius Cousins – Underrated free throw, yeah, he, uh, free he throw was, percent shooter. Now he he did miss the first free throw of the game, and he did kind of become the uh, the idea of them not doing as well as they should have that game. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. So when it comes to the Warriors, the fact that they can pretty much score at will. Yeah. Um, the Raptors need to be very wary of that because um, it can happen at any moment. Yeah. The Raptors have been so great defensively during the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They haven't faced anything like the Warriors. So yeah. when it not in the it, East, yeah. No, absolutely not. So the Raptors they faced the Seven Sixers. They had to deal with physical inside team. Absolutely. So when it comes to the uh, Jimmy Butler and yeah. it comes to Joel Embiid, I think if Jimmy Butler had shot better, the Sixers would have won that series. They could have. But that absolutely. just shows that they didn't. They didn't face any great shooting teams. And then we go forward from that. Same thing with Chris Middleton. Yep. Same thing yep. with uh, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Same exact thing. So when it comes to them, they're not great free throw shooters. Besides Chris Middleton. He is a very good free throw and three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. That's literally it. Mm-hmm. So, so they're the missing something they haven't really seen this season. Exactly. But they are 2-0 and against the Warriors in the regular season. The, the thing, I don't know if that means anything to you, but they are. That means they're undefeated it, this year against the Warriors. It does psyche-wise because yeah. they can really just... I mean, with KD on the court, and we haven't even talked about Kevin Durant. Yeah. We really haven't. So with so Kev- let's get to this then. Please. What's the biggest X factor on each team that if, if that happens, that team will win? Okay. So with KD... With Golden State is obviously Kevin Durant. Sure. So Kevin Durant is the X factor. He makes sure that the Golden State Warriors will win. Okay. I think it's obvious to everybody because Golden State makes very, very, very obvious the fact that Cameron is the X Factor to yeah. make sure that he can win the third in a row. Well, and he's the reason that, that, that you have to be one on, and you have to be one on one with everybody because you can't double team someone because everyone can shoot threes. Exactly. So I mean that Paso Siakam and Cameron can only guard Kevin Durant so much. Yeah. So I'm interested to see that matchup. I'm interested to see Kawhi and, and Siakam on Durant. And when that happens, who's guarding Clay? That's who's the thing. guarding Steph? That's the thing. That's the horrible problem about that. But when it comes to Toronto, who's going to be that sixth man, maybe fifth man who steps into that X Factor role? So the X Factor for Golden State is Kevin Durant. Absolutely. Okay. For Toronto, in my personal opinion, I think it's Kyle Lowry. Okay. With Kyle Lowry. He went, what, two for eight? One for nine? Kyle Lowry, he didn't play his best. And he uh, had five fouls. Yeah. Kyle Lowry, he didn't play his best basketball. But he did have two charges that he took. Yes. And those were underrated. Those were, those are uh, momentum plays. So with Kyle Lowry, he was two of nine in game one. 
Okay. He still scored seven points. He had nine assists, and he had six rebounds. So he almost had a triple-double. The thing with Kyler, he can impact every aspect of the game. The thing is, he needs to shoot better. And if he's not going to shoot better, he needs to make sure he can impact the rest of the game better. Whether it be yeah. setting screens. Yeah. Whether it be assisting better. Whether it be not having horrible turnovers. So, Kyler, he, he's very prone to having turnovers. If you watch game one, the very first turnover of the, the Raptors was Kyle Lowry's. I, I think I remember that, too. He threw it over, I think, yep. Pastor Siakam into out of bounds. It was unnecessary. It was horrible. Yeah. He threw it across court. He went from one end of the, uh, the, I, the baseline. I do to remember that because I was mad. It was 0-0 at that time still, it right? It was. Yeah. It was. You can't do stuff like that. Now against the Warriors, they'll pull a three in your face. Maybe it's jitters. Maybe it's he doesn't have any experience. Well, they always say in football, the quarterback that's nervous is the quarterback that's overthrowing people. And that's what I think Kyle Lowry is. That's what I think he's an expectant. Because if, if Kyle he can Lowry, settle in, so ab- that's what you're saying. Absolutely. Okay. If Kyle Lowry can just settle in, he just calm himself. If Kawhi tells Kyle to settle down, honestly, he can make a huge difference. Sure. He, can, he can be the, let's say, 15-7-7 seven, seven guy. That's Jason Kidd-esque. That's what they from him. That's Jason Kidd-esque, honestly. So how about this? If you're the Raptors coach... Nick Nurse, yes. Do you start Van Vliet or Kyle Lowry? And I'm not saying what he will do. I'm saying if you're the coach. The thing is, I will start Kyle Lowry. Okay. Because with Van Vliet, you still have depth for the rest of the game. Sure. Do so you think Van Vliet leads the second team better than Kyle Lowry would? Absolutely. Because okay. he's going to do that better. And he gets those momentum shots, too. That's yes, a he big does. Deal. He's a good shooter. Mm-hmm. He's a good uh, three-point and free-throw shooter. Yep. That's what Golden State doesn't have. Sure. He doesn't have, they don't have that on the point guard end. So, Sean Levinson, as the as, second as a, point As a guard, number two team, because obviously they have Steph at number one, but when they go into Sean Livingston, he's not hitting threes. Yes. Okay. Sean Livingston, he can't shoot threes like Sure. That. Free throws, yes. Mid-range, yes. And they left him open for three, and he didn't shoot them. Because they know exactly what yeah. Sean Livingston's going to do. That's how you beat the Warriors. You just got to leave one person open and double everybody else somehow. For the second somehow. team. For the second team, yes. <laughs> yeah. For the second team, yes. Yeah. Fred Van Vliet, he can lead the whole Toronto second team. And like I said, when it comes to whether they're starting Serge Ibaka or Margasol, sure. they have rotations when it yeah. comes to that. And they have... And um, Ibaka Van Vliet is a solid second team. Oh, absolutely. So when it comes to Ibaka and uh, Van Vliet, they are able to uh, double-team the interior and the uh, perimeter game. Yeah, So and, Van, and, and Ibaka has won a championship. Which is underrated. He won one with. Uh, did he not win one? No, he lost one yeah, with he, Kevin yeah, Durant. Yeah, he with lost the one with Thunder. Kevin Durant. Yep. With, uh, the, uh, LeBron's very first yep. championship win. I remember that. He got close. Okay, he but did. he has been there before. He he's, he's, one, he's one of Kawhi. the yeah he's one of the the rare Raptors who has finals experience. So Ibaka he has it. Ibaka is one of the older Raptors players that actually has the experience. So he's like the Iguodala of the Raptors. He actually is. Okay. So one who can play the perimeter and yep. the interior, who can hit threes and mid-range. But he's also... And what, he's a defender. 6'10", 6'11". And so he can defend KD, in theory. In theory. Yeah, actually. So, <laughs> so, so, so with Ibaka sure. and Siakam, they have a really good rotation when it comes yeah. to defending. They got a lot of height. Wingspan. Yeah. So That's that, a big deal. That's what the Bucks could have had. Yeah, but the Raptors but have didn't. it now. Mm-hmm. So with the Raptors, they have the best de- defense in all of the NBA playoffs when it comes to guarding Steph, possibly KD if he comes back for Game Three. So the X factor is Clay, is what that sounds like. 
right now is Clay. If, Clay, me, if Clay can burn Danny Green for 30 points, I think the Warriors will win every game. Here's the thing. Going um, forward. So, Clay Thompson, he's not, you know, besides a pull-up shooter, besides a uh, spot-up shooter. And a defender. And a defender. He's a good defender. He's not going to put the ball on the court. That's true, yeah. And score. Yeah. That's the, I mean, there was that one game he took 20 dribbles and scored, like, 50 points, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, though. For the prolong, you know, prolonging the game in a seven-game series, can he put the ball on the court and score? Can yeah. he go to the hole and score? He, his history doesn't show likely that sure. he will. Steph will. Even Draymond will. Even Andre will. Mm-hmm. Clay won't. So I want to see what Clay can do when it comes to scoring at the free throw line, scoring at the, at the hoop, scoring on the three-point line. Okay. So far, he looks like he's promising because, I mean, he scored 21 points. All he needs to do at this point is just shoot a couple more three-pointers well. Okay. That's all he needs to do. Okay. So now I have two more questions. One. You probably feel strongly about this. So Kawhi, I've, I've heard a lot about him being compared to Kobe. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Ooh, so as a... San, Big oof. So, so as a San Antonio Spurs fan, super fan, San Antonio native, it's weird to hear. Um, I can see the demeanor. I can see how the comparisons work. With Kawhi, he's able to affect both ends on the court. Do you think he's the same kind of leader? I don't. I think he can lead by example. Um, that's great and all, but I don't think he's as vocal as Kobe Bryant was in his heyday. And do you think he's as clutch? One word answer. Yes. Okay, that's it. We're moving on. That's go, it. He's as clutch. Okay, go for it. Go for it. Last question. Who's going to win the series? How many games? I think Golden State wins in seven games that's in toronto in toronto on the road here's the thing with drake yes here's the thing um golden state they have a championship pedigree toronto does not have that true remember toronto has been swept by lebron (laughs) for years yeah for years for years that's the thing so until Kawhi came on they didn't have the winning pedigree so you think they might win in a couple years but they're not ready Honestly, if Kawhi stays there, they can win in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kawhi would have to stay. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, Golden State, they have it. And especially, Toronto doesn't have a Kevin Durant. That's true. They have a Kawhi Leonard, that, which is great. Which is great. Ka- Kawhi is not a Kevin Durant. So, I guess we'll find out if it's more important to be a defender and a, mo- a moderately good scorer or to be a moderate defender and a great scorer. At the end of the day, it's who puts up the most points. So you think the score is going to win? I think the score is going to win. All right. Golden State in six? I think Golden State in seven.